Welcome to the Kids World Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Kids World Podcast. This episode we're going to be talking about food. You're not going to introduce me? Oh, no, no. Hello, I am Jake. And I'm Mahala. And Mahala really wanted to do the introduction today. Yeah, because you always get to. Yeah, we'll take it in turns, I think. I think the listeners will be okay with that. How are you, Mahala? Good. Are we excited? Yeah. Yeah. How's the podcast been around the school, like we're talking with your friends? Good. Everybody has listened to it. Everybody at school has listened to it? A lot of people. Oh, Some people great. are like, when are you going to do your next podcast? What day do you do it? I need to listen. Yes, we. I think we'll, we'll try to do them each weekend. So just so listeners know in the future. And then we'll try to release them each Monday or Tuesday. But because we're so excited at the moment, we're probably going to do two a week. But normally we'll try and get some new podcasts out early each week. And... Um, Thank you to everyone that's listened. It's uh, it's being listened to around the world. We haven't talked about that this yet, Mahala. Wait, what? But um, we have quite a few listeners from America, and which is quite interesting too. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, all around the world. This goes, and which is really good timing because today's topic is food. And food is delicious. Is delicious, <laughs> and. A lot of what we're talking about regarding food today um, involves America. So, American listeners, you might enjoy this even more today. So, let's get into it, Mahala. I'm excited. Let's go. Do you want to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Okay, the first thing I wanted to talk about was a couple of stories of how food was invented. So, I'm not sure if you came across this these in your research, Mahala, but... One that I found really interesting was where how icy poles were invented. Did you hear about that story? Uh, no, but I think I've listened to it on another podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So, in 1905, there was a kid. His mm-hmm. name was Frank Epson. Yep. And he was making, a, let's say, a ginger beer. It was kind of like a ginger beer. Or, or a soft ver- drink. Yeah, their version of a ginger beer. Where they mix it, mix it in a in a glass, and he was mixing it with a paddle pop stick, and I think his parents called him inside, and so he left his drink outside on the veranda overnight, and, and it was freezing. freezing cold in California, and it froze it, <laughs> and so he went went out next morning. He's like, oh no, my drink, and then he looked at it and he pulled it out, and it came out in a perfect shape, uh. out of the out of the glass, and so he gave it a lick, and he's like, oh my god. How good does this taste? Um, so, something was left outside. The kid says, oh, that looks yummy. I'll put it in my mouth. It's been outside. Yeah, wow. I know. But he just wanted to give it a try because it must have looked good. Mm. And so that's how icy poles are invented. And he actually made a business out of it. Him and his family um, continued with that invention. And they made lots of money. And it was huge. And two billion icy poles are sold each year now. So... Amazing. The other one is the ice cream cone, the invention of the ice cream cone. 
And this is this along the same lines. It was another accident. So at a night fair or a night market in 1904, there was an ice cream stall. And his ice cream was so popular that he sold too much. And all of the cups and the bowls were sold out. And guess who was next to him? Guess whose store was next to him? A waffle store. So he got the waffle. He borrowed the waffles off the guy next door. Wrapped them up. Made them into a little cone. Put the ice cream and said, thanks, thanks, mate. And he was only using it as an ice cream container. But people loved it so much that they ate the, let's say, waffle. And that's how it started. Incredible. cooked? Another accident. Yeah. It was cooked. Yeah. Amazing. All right. What do you got, Mahala? Who made the first? Who made chocolate? Oh, who invented chocolate? Okay. The Mayans and Aztecs were the first to drink it. Oh, okay. Yep. But the Fry and Sons were the first company to make it into a solid bar. Oh, the Fry and Sons. Okay. Yep. Yep. In 1866, a man called Joseph Fry, he was a doctor, and he thought that that mixing cocoa powder, sugar and cocoa fat could make a sort of medicine thing. Yeah, he thought that the cocoa had medicinal powers. In a way, in a way they do. Um, cocoa has lots of different properties. Yeah. And so in his studies as a doctor, he would have found the benefits of cocoa, which is amazing. So then what happened? Um, he made it into a mould and then... Made cooked it or something. Yeah, yeah. And made it into a solid bar. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Eighteen sixty six. That's a long, 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 long time ago. Yeah. Okay. That's brilliant. What a brilliant fact. Mm. Um, and that it came from a doctor. I've actually got another interesting fact, and this one's come from a dentist. Fairy floss was invented by a dentist, and I know you probably think, oh, it was invented by a dentist because he could get more business, but no. He invented fairy floss because in 1904, most of the lollies were rock hard. And so it was wrecking kids' teeth. So he wanted to make a treat, a sugary treat, that was soft. So he took fairy floss to a fair, a night fair. It had never been seen before, just like the ice cream, actually, and sold it and sold it and sold it and sold it. And he's, he sold out in the first night. And how cool is that? So fairy floss was made by a dentist. But and chocolate was made by a doctor. But doesn't that still kind of hurt your teeth? Yeah, it's not good for your teeth. Lots of it. You'd want to be brushing your teeth after you have fairy floss. But um, I'd say it's better than chewing on hard lollipops all the time. Mm. Okay, let's take a quick break, hey? And we're back. Did you know that in different countries around the world they call the same foods different things? Yes, I'm very interested to see what you've come up with here. Okay, share it. What do we got? In America. Oh, they've, they, they're, let's say they're weird. I'm sorry, Americans, but some of your things. Strange. Oh, my, oh my strange. God. Okay, okay, strange. Different. Different. Unique is probably a not my nice way to say it. But yes, I'm sure you've got a few there that the Americans call different. Okay, you go. In America, they call chips French fries. You probably do know that. Mm-hmm. And potato chips crisps. Yeah. And jam 
jelly. Jam is jelly, yes. And then jelly is jello. Yes, and that's something that we never say jello, but we use jelly and we call jam jam. Yeah. And prawns are shrimp. Shrimp. Throw a shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> yeah. And capsicum is bell poppers. Peppers. Peppers, peppers. Why do you think they're called bell peppers? Because they kind of do look like a bell. Oh, well done. Yes. I didn't know you were going to get that one, but yeah, they do look like a bell. They're pretty amazing. And porridge is oatmeal. Yes, they call it oatmeal. We never call it oatmeal. But yes, we call it porridge. But they are made from oats. I know. So, yes, they're probably right on that one. Yeah. And then in Europe, hot dogs are frank... Ah, uh, Frankfurters, Frankenfurters. Frankenfurters. <laughs> Frankfurters. 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 What do we call them? Cheerios? Wow. Yeah, it is true though. Yeah, the little ones. Um, yeah, they're nice. Okay, that's cool. Interesting. All right, I've got a couple of facts here. Have you ever had a brain freeze? Yes, I really <laughs> hate them. They're the worst. <laughs> it's usually with something nice that you're eating though. Yeah, like... Like a cold smoothie or a milkshake. Yeah. I think the most common one is slushies. Or ice cream. Yeah, or ice cream. So what happens is the top of your palate gets colder and colder and colder. And when it reaches a cold point, it uh, cools the nerve behind at the top of your palate a lot. And then it cools off the blood vessels in the brain too much. And the brain goes, oh my God, what's going on? We're too cold. Let's warm everything up quickly. And so that's what it does. It pounds and pounds and pounds to try and warm you up. But it only goes away in five or ten seconds, maybe a bit longer sometimes, and it really is. It makes your eyes close. But did you know there's a way to make it go away quicker? Oh, yeah. I need to know this so bad. You have to put your tongue at the top of your mouth on the inside, and your tongue acts like as a heater at the top of your palate. Okay, cool. I'll remember that So try that, that, listeners. Next time you get a brain freeze, you try it. Get yourself a slushie on a hot weekend. And then put the tongue at the top of your mouth when you get that brain freeze. Okay, another fact. I've got a space food fact. Ooh, I was excited for this one. Did you know there's one thing they're definitely not allowed to have in space? What do you think it could be? Sauce. Sauce? No, they can have sauce. Uh. It's bread and cookies. Oh, because all the the crumbs would go everywhere. Yeah, that's exactly right. So what they eat is uh, tortillas. Tortillas. Yeah. Tillers. Yeah, like flatbread because it doesn't crumb. Oh, that's cool. Didn't know that one. Okay. Here's another one. And you grow these at school, so this might make you and your friends appreciate these even more. Pineapples can take two to three years to make a single pineapple. Pineapple trees can take two to three years. Wow. I am so mad at pineapple history. (laughs) You don't need to be mad. It's so impressive that they take so long. So we definitely don't want to take them for granted and they do a really good job. And then guess how long one pineapple tree can last for? Let's say 50 years. Did you read my notes? No, definitely not. 50 years. That's how long they can live for. Okay. Booyah. (laughs) All right. Which country per person eats the most ice cream let's say americans that was going to be my guess because i know they have some incredible ice cream over there and obviously there's a lot of people but per person it's australia 
What? Yay. Booyah. Mm-mm. I know. It's pretty cool. As you guys can't as, as, long as, we, as long as we're eating healthy too. But that's how much we love ice cream in Australia. We're the biggest eaters of it in the world. Ooh. Can I go eat some ice cream? Yeah. It, this is really making me feel like ice cream talking about all these things. This is almost an ice cream podcast. Please. Please. <laughs> please, please, please. Okay. One more. No, I'm saying okay to the next fact, not okay to ice cream. We're still podcasting. Oh. One more fact. Lemons float, but limes sink. Sink. Isn't that weird? Aren't they kind of the same? Is limes a bit heavier? Yeah. Or have more juice? No. Yeah, no. Yeah, what a great fact. So that's a that's a, a science experiment we could try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to finish with some crazy foods from around the world. Cool? Yeah. Okay, we're back and we're going to be talking about some crazy foods from around the world. So, in Japan, they eat puffer fish. Yes, it's, um, it's, it was made famous on The Simpsons where Homer ate some and got sick. Of course he it's, did. If it takes two years to train to um, perfect cutting the right part of the puffer fish out. Like the poison? Yeah. And if you eat the wrong part of the puffer fish, you can die. I would not try this. I do not understand it. It is unbelievable, but it really is a delicacy a delicacy in Japan. Okay, what's next? So, also in France, they eat frog legs. Yes. This is another one that seems very strange to us, isn't it? But it's yeah. it's normal over there, and it also is a delicacy. Do they go over to a restaurant and there's like a menu and they're like, hmm, where's the frog legs? Where's yeah. the frog legs? Yeah, exactly what they do. They have they the French restaurants here in Australia would have it, but it's not something we would ever order, or no. I would never try it. Okay, I've got a few in Cambodia. They deep fry tarantulas. You know the big spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those and they eat them like chips. Wait, how? How? What? Because they're all crisped up. They fry them. Oh, do they dip them in sauce? Yeah, they dip them in sauces. Is is it like the whole body or just the legs? The whole thing. Isn't it? Just makes your spine just shake, doesn't it? I'm frozen in shock right now. You probably can't see, <laughs> but I really am. I know. Also in Japan, they eat tuna eyes. I tuna eyeballs. I can eat tuna, but not so eyes. So they're the size of a tennis ball, these eyeballs. They're what? huge. What? I thought tunas were only small. No, tunas are huge. Big, like the size oh, yeah. of your surfboard. Wow. And so their eyes are just like the size of a tennis ball. And they mix them in soy sauce and salt and they eat them. If they eat frog legs, they definitely No, this is Japan. Wouldn't. I know, but still, if there's such thing as frog legs, there probably is such thing as eating eyeballs. Okay, we both know this one because we've seen it on the Hamish and Andy show. Yep. In South America. They have toad smoothies. I know, the toad smoothie. You cannot fathom how bad this would taste. It's probably for the nutrients or the energy. I don't know. I don't know. uh, I wouldn't eat it just for fun. I wouldn't. They say there's a reason for the adults to have it and you'll, uh, I guess you'll learn about that when you're older, but 
Would Yucky. kids drink it for a reason? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think. I think even if you smelled it, you wouldn't be drinking it. If I probably if I saw it on a menu, I'd just leave. Like yeah. seriously. All right. That's a pretty awesome podcast, Hales. Yeah. Yeah. Food was a tricky one because this food is such a big world and we didn't want to just talk about what's healthy, what's not healthy. We wanted to make it fun. And it's hard to kind of research it and get the answers right. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was tricky, but this was a really fun podcast and I hope the listeners enjoyed it and hope they got um, some some facts out of it. Have you got some questions for our listeners, Hiles, to see if they were listening? The game is back. So... Do lemons sink or float? We are going to give you a little second to just think about that one. Okay. I think that's enough. (laughs) Yeah. Go. So, lemons float, don't they? Yes. And limes sink. Okay. If you got that one right, pat on the back. If you didn't, sorry, there's always a next um, question. So, how do you treat a brain freeze? How do you treat a brain freeze? Were you listening, listener? Okay. Do you remember? Yes, I think so. Go. You put your tongue on your palate and it's like a heat pack. Yeah, it's like a heat pack for your palate. So, you're just pushing it up, pushing it up against the top of your mouth. All right, last question. This is what we're going to do is we're going to try and save the last question to be the hardest, okay? So, go for it. What year was Fairy Floss made in? Oh, that's a tricky one. We know it was a long time ago. But it was, was it the 18th or 19th century? Okay. It was 1904. Yes, okay. Very, very early. Yeah. And it was designed by a dentist. 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 Pretty cool, hey? Person. All right. What an awesome podcast. How fun. We have no idea what we're going to do yet. We'll, we might have a meeting after this podcast and let's make the next podcast a surprise for our listeners. Yes. And Don't... Uh, get your hopes up. Get your hopes up. Oh, get your hopes up. You get, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you again, Mahala. This was so much fun. And over and out. Over and out. See you next time, all. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.